Wow, W-O-W, wow. When you meet people, do you ever walk away and say that, wow, what an amazing person? Or the opposite, wow, they were angry or annoying or they um, frustrating or they didn't seem respectful or they seem dishonest or we often have a, a word to describe how we feel about somebody and I often use the word well for, in both of those situations. My question is this, if you are in a leadership role, if you are a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss, a manager, a leader, whether you've got the badge or not, what do people say when they walk away from you? And it's a, I'm not asking you that question. It's a really personal question that I ask myself every day because I'm in a leadership role. And what is the reputation I want to have? What's the, uh, what's the words that I want people to use to describe me as a person when they walk away from me? And it's a really uh, it's thought-provoking. It's sometimes very confrontational. Because in a leadership role, uh, do we have the responsibility uh, to set the example? And I don't even like that uh, particular statement because I would like to live the example, not to tell people what to do and then hope that they go and do it. I would like to be the living example of what leadership actually is. Now, this is a really interesting question because this is highly controversial. Uh, it's a conversation that's had all over the world. What is leadership? And you're going to have some very different definitions to me, to other people. What is a leader? And in the leaders that you have in your life, so let's take away uh, your leadership role for the minute and I'll take away mine. Uh, when we look at other people who are in leadership positions, what do we expect of them? Uh, and it's a bit controversial at the moment because we live in a world where, for example, politicians are controlling the world. Literally, politicians control pretty much everything that we do. Uh, when we can go out, where we can go, what kind of medical intervention we have to have. Uh, obviously, the politicians set the rules of the land. So it's a fairly serious leadership role. So I'll use that particular leadership role as an example. Uh, what would you expect of a politician? What would you expect of the leader of a country, whether it's the president or the prime minister or the premier of a state or the king or the prince of whoever the, whoever's running the country? And uh, I always ask this question because I think it's important for people that are in that kind of role. Why have they chosen that position? And if we've put them there, they, they've chosen to, to put themselves up for election, but we put them there. If you live in a democracy, we vote people in. We say, yes, I think that that person is a leader and they can run our country. And then I'll go back to my original question, which is, have you ever said this about a politician? Wow, they're doing a great job. Wow, I trust them. Wow, they always tell the truth. Or have you ever uh, said the opposite? Wow, I can't believe they did that. Or wow, that doesn't sound like they're telling the truth. Or wow, they said they were going to do that and they didn't. They told a lie or a fib or a, whatever you call it. <laughs> uh, two half-truths don't make, well, two half-truths make a full lie, as they say. So uh, what should we be able to expect from the people in a leadership role? What do you expect from people in a leadership role? And then that's when I reverse it back on myself because it's really easy to say, well, I think politicians should do this or I think the leaders of an organisation should do this or I think a coach should be in this kind of a person or a teacher or a parent should be doing this for the people in their life. But I always pull it back on myself and say, okay, 
what is leadership to you, Rowie? And are you living the example of what you believe leadership to be? So there's the first question. What do you think leadership is? If you've ever looked at other leaders and said, well, I think they're doing the right thing or the wrong thing, you've said, wow, they're an awesome leader, or wow, I didn't think that they were capable of doing that horrible thing, uh, then should we ask ourselves the question, if we were in a leadership role or if we are in a leadership role, are we living the example of what we expect that to be? So what is that to you? Now, I'm not asking you to take on my definition of leadership, but as you know, I like to keep everything really simple and really easy to understand. So I've been using this particular definition for a really long time because it's easy to remember, and it also holds me very accountable to my leadership position. So L-E-A-D, lead, really easy to remember, really easy to remember in relationship to leadership. And this is my acronym for LEAD. And the first one I've already uh, shared very passionately is I think that we should be living the example of whatever we think leadership is, whatever we're telling other people that we, uh, we are this kind of a leader, then are we living the example of that? And that's when uh, if, if I, I question myself and then I question politicians or bosses or managers or owners of organisations or anybody in a leadership role, uh, whatever they're telling me, I then ask myself, are they living the example of that? Whatever I'm telling the world leadership is, am I living the example of that? Not telling people, not preaching at people. Uh, and there's a lot of politicians who talk about being kind and being nice and treating people with respect and all of that. <laughs> well, are they living that example? If I tell somebody that I'm a certain person, am I living that example? So that's a really easy one. The, the first part of lead is, am I living the example? The next one's a little bit harder because for me, it stands for excellence. So not only am I living the example of what I'm telling people I am, but I'm doing that at an excellent level. Uh, not average, not ordinary, not bad, <laughs> but am I living excellence? And this is where I always bring, for a start, health and fitness into it. Uh, and it's, uh, of course I do that because I'm an exercise professional and have been all of my life. But I always uh, I ask the question, how can you be a leader if you don't look after your own body? Uh, is the, the, the best expression of leadership is that you have respect for your own body, that you are healthy, that you're fit, that you're strong, that you're mentally tough. And for me, they're really important parts of leadership. And I would expect that of any leader, that they are living the example of their own personal self-respect, which to me reveals itself in the way they look after themselves. So yes, I am uh, very, very guilty of being very judgmental of people in a leadership role who don't look after their own physical body. Now, I'm not talking about being ripped and shredded and having six-pack and, and, and being an elite athlete and having the perfect body. I'm talking about a human body that is really fit and really strong so it can handle stress. For me, that's the big one because in a leadership role, whether it's a politician, a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss, a manager, you're going to have stress in your life. There's going to be challenges. And there's going to be things that challenge you, challenge your team, and put you under stress. And if you're not fit and you're not strong, how on earth are you going to handle stress? That's always my big question. Now, this one's really easy for me because I've been healthy, fit, and strong all of my life. I live it. I breathe it. I exercise every day. And I have since I was the age of 10. 
I'm an exercise professional, which is my uh, example of, am I living my leadership role? So if I talk about being healthy, fit and strong, I have to live that. I can't just say, eat this, exercise this way. For me, it's not ever about talking. It has to be about, am I living the examples that if people look into my life, they will see somebody who's living a healthy, fit, strong lifestyle. So I'm asking you the same question, whatever it is that you're preaching, teaching, telling people to do, if they look into your life, are you living that example to the level of excellence? And for me, and whatever your definition is, I'm just asking you to consider, should we be able to demand from our leaders and should other people, if you are in a leadership role, be able to demand from you that your body, physical and mental, can handle stress? And if you're weak, if you're unfit, if you're unhealthy, how on earth can you handle stress? And maybe you can if you, I just, I can't understand how you possibly could. So I look at some of the leaders in the world today and I just go, are you serious? You're overweight, you look sick, you look unhealthy, uh, you don't look like you can handle the stressful position that you're in. And maybe that's why we have some people making some really ordinary decisions because they don't have a, a headspace that's capable of handling the stress that they're under. So that's just something uh, perhaps to consider. So from a healthy, fit, strong body point of view, am I living the example? If I, at a level of excellence, not ordinary or average, but a level of excellence. Then when it comes to uh, the way we treat people, and I always use that as a character trait, how about you? How do I treat the people who can't do anything for me? Now, I, I always then go back to the political example a politician is responsible. They're called public servants for a reason because they are providing a public service. And if they don't treat all people respectfully, uh, with kindness, with graciousness, uh, and that's uh, uh, just an example. And I, there's so much stuff that comes from social media and from the normal media about politicians that have been bully, bullying and bullied. Uh, they're nasty to the people who work for them. They treat the people who work for them badly. Well, then how then are they treating their constituents? How are they treating the people who vote for them? And I often watch, and I don't, um, as you know, I'm not a news watcher, but often uh, when I'm bombarded with any kind of news story and I watch the way politicians treat people, uh, and it's, it's easy to treat the people who vote for you nicely, but what about the people who don't agree with what you say? What about the people who question what you're doing? How are you treating them? Uh, and it's easy for me to ask those questions. And again, I'm asking myself the same question. If I'm in a leadership role and people expect me to be kind and respectful and gracious and trustworthy and loyal, am I doing all of those things at a level of excellence? So am I living the example and am I doing all of the things that I need to do at a level of excellence? So the way I treat people and the way I treat myself, and then of course, the way I treat my environment. And it's interesting because there's a lot of... Uh, Ooh, a controversial debate about the environment, but some, some really simple things. Uh, where do you put your rubbish? Uh, how do you leave a public toilet? When you leave a restaurant, how do you leave the table? Uh, what does your car look like? What does your personal presentation look like? Have you got clean shoes? Have you got clean fingernails? The things that people look at uh, from a leadership perspective, and I just use something like fingernails, if somebody has bitten fingernails or they've got dirty nails or chipped fingernails, what could that say about somebody? And I'll just, that's a very simple example. 
But if you look at somebody and their, and their fingernails are bitten right down, does that share with you somebody who can handle stress, somebody who's disciplined and somebody who has great presentation? And obviously the answer is no. Uh, if, if there's a woman and she's got chipped fingernails or, or broken fingernails or that her fingernails are just not well looked after, what does that say about a person in relationship to leadership? Are they stressed? Are they frustrated? Are they angry? Are they nervous? Do they get scared? Are they introverted? All things that are not leadership attributes or character traits. Uh, dirty shoes. There are a lot of people, if you're in a leadership role, there's a lot of people in this world who will look at your shoes and if you're not looking after your shoes, they will judge that as a reason why they shouldn't trust you as a leader. Because if you can't keep your shoes clean, then how can you look after the country or how can you look after the organisation? Uh, your car, a classic example, uh, if you've always got a dirty car or it's full of rubbish or both, not well maintained, it might have scratches on it or it's just old or it just looks like it's not loved and looked after, there's that great question, if you can't look after your car, then how can you look after yourself, how can you look after an organisation, how can you look after a team, and then a really great question, how can you look after a country? So these are questions, they're very controversial and very confronting questions, I get that, but they're questions that I ask myself every day because people look into my life on a regular basis, how about you? And if people look into our life and see that we're not living the example of what we have told people we are, if we're not living that to a level of excellence, then what are people going to think? And they have the right to think whatever they want, of course. But if I'm in a leadership role, should I be living what I'm telling people that's who I am? Very personal question. The next part of lead is A for attitude. And there's two parts of attitude for me. Number one is that you have a positive attitude regardless. And there's so many people in the world who are negative, have you noticed? <laughs> Whether it's negative about the weather or politics or religion or other people or the environment or... There's so many things that people are negative about. Uh, in a leadership role, do we have a responsibility to have a positive attitude, to have the ability to turn every negative into a positive, to turn every negative comment into a positive, to turn every negative experience into a positive experience? And I share that because it's something I get accused of on a regular basis and I'm really proud of being accused of. Uh, uh, I'm very capable of turning a negative into a positive. And I love living my life that way because it means that whatever happens, it can't affect me because I'm capable of turning that negative into a positive. But have you ever noticed in a, in a big group of people or in a, in a team or in an office situation or even if you've watched movies where there's a whole heap of terrible things happening but there's one person or two people in the group and there's two parts. One is that they're a leader and they can turn it into a positive or that person that can make people laugh. Uh, and I think that helping people to be able to not just see the positive, but to turn it into something humorous, because obviously when you're laughing, you're clearing out all those negative stress hormones, you're clearing out the cortisol, and you're creating now a positive headspace, serotonin, dopamine after we laugh, which means we can think more clearly. So this, then the second part of attitude is one is positive, and then one is never give up. So do you have the capability of turning every negative into a positive and then do you have an attitude of I will never give up? And again, there's so many people in the world that if they come across one challenge, half a challenge, um, they give up, they stop, it's all too hard, it's too hot, it's too cold, I'm too busy, I'm stressed, uh, it's impossible to do that. 
Well, an attitude of a leader for me is somebody who looks at an impossible situation and says, how can we? Not we can't, but how can we? And is it possible that if you ask that question, that your brain will think differently? If I say I can't, I actually can't because <laughs> I've told myself that I can't. My own brain's not going to go against my own brain. But if I say how can I, I'm asking it not just a different question, but I'm putting a different chemical reaction inside my brain because my brain, my, my subconscious brain, will do whatever my conscious brain asks it to do. Uh, my conscious brain is the thing that makes the decision. The subconscious brain backs up my decision and, and gives me as many solutions as possible. So if I ask the question, how can I? Somebody told me that's impossible, but I believe that it is possible. I just have to work out how. Then my brain starts to think differently. Now in a leadership role, if you do that and then you get other people to do that. So other people are saying, oh, I can't do it. It's impossible. It won't work. We can't do it. And you're the person that says, well, hey, stop. How about we think about it this way? Rather than it's impossible, we can't do it. How about we think, what if we can? And then how can we? Let's brainstorm how can we not talk about why we can't. So the two parts of attitude is the positive attitude to turn everything negative into a positive and then never give up. Even if it seems impossible, everybody else says it can't be done, uh, it's challenging, it seems stressful, we're under pressure, what are we going to do to make sure that we can turn this negative into a positive and then our impossible into a possible because we've got a never give up attitude. And I always use that quote and I love it, which is this is our mountain. And you'll see us waving from the top or dead on the side, but we're not coming back. We'll do it or die. Well, to me, that's the ultimate leadership expression of never give up attitude. We've got a mission to achieve and we're going to do it or die. You will see, see us achieving our goal or we'll die, but there's nothing else. There's no other option. And of course, as I always ask, is it possible that the world will get out of your way if you have that kind of an attitude? So the last part of lead, so first part is living the example, E is for at a level of excellence, A is the two parts of attitude, which is positive attitude and never give up attitude. And then of course that word, which is my favorite word, discipline. Doing what you should do, when you should do it, even if you don't feel like it. And could that be the ultimate attribute for any leader, for any person, for any parent, for any teacher, for any coach, for any boss, for anybody in a leadership role? is that you know what you should do and every leader should know this is what we need to be doing or you've done the research to find out this is what we need to be doing. Then it's the uh, when should we do it? Well, obviously procrastination is not part of a leadership. Leaders don't procrastinate. They're decisive. They make decisions. So this is what we're going to do and this is when we're going to do it. So they're very... Uh, direct important decisions yes we're going to do this and this is when we're going to do it but the discipline part is even if we don't feel like it and of course as a leader even if you're tired or stressed or hungry or angry or frustrated or it's hot or it's cold you do it anyway but the ability to get other people to do it if they don't feel like it could that be a great leadership attribute so you've got a team of people who don't feel like training but you get them to train anyway you've got a team of people who don't feel like putting the effort in to make this thing happen but you can motivate and inspire them to do it could that be a great leadership attribute so i'll go back to the beginning what makes you say wow about a human being what are the attributes that you appreciate do you have them in yourself? So if you are in any kind of leadership role, it's very easy to say, well, those people don't have it. 
or they don't have it and I wish they had it. Uh, I can criticize them or I can be the person that lives the example. And then if you look at LEAD, am I living the example of what I expect of a leader? Am I living that to a level of excellence? Do I have a never give up attitude and a positive attitude? And do I live with discipline every day? I know what to do, when to do it, and I do it even if I don't feel like it. And then uh, the confrontational question, should we be able to demand that about the leaders in our life? If somebody set themselves up as a politician and they're leading the country, so they're the, the president or the premier of a state or the prime minister of a country or the prince or the king of a country, the princess or the, or, or the queen of a country, should we be able to expect that kind of leadership from them? Uh, and I'll go back again to the, this physical thing. We, we can say, I wish people didn't judge us by the way we look. But we do. <laughs> we all judge other people by the way they look. Everybody judges us by the way we look. And, and just as an interesting defense of that, when somebody meets us for the first time, they actually don't have anything else to go on. They don't know us. They don't know whether we're, we're a bad person or a good person, whether we're lazy or disciplined. They don't know whether we're grumpy or happy. They don't know anything about us. All they can judge us on initially is the way we look. So are we living the example of a healthy, fit, strong human being? Have we got good posture? Are we well presented? Do we have a, uh, a, an attitude on our face that says, I want to be here? I often watch politicians uh, on film clips and they just look either miserable, angry, or they don't want to be there. And I would love for my politicians to be really positive, happy people who are excited about running the country or running the state. And I keep using politicians as an example because at the moment in the world, they are the people with the power. The politicians are really controlling what we do. And I think as a, as a democracy, we do the voting as the human race. If we live in a democracy, we vote for people. And if we don't like who's running the country, should we look for the attributes that we admire and we respect and vote those attributes? Uh, it's easy to say, well, I, you know, I was brought up to vote this way and my parents voted this way, so I'm going to continue voting this way. But would it be responsible in a democracy to have a look at what the politicians are doing and how they live their life? And are they living the example of what they're talking about? Are they living that as a level, at a level of excellence? Do they have a never give up positive attitude? And that's a really interesting one with politicians because they often talk negative and they often talk doom and gloom. Wouldn't it be nice to have a politician that was positive and looked for the solutions rather than continually talks about the challenges and the problems? And then are they disciplined? And then that's where I always go back to your appearance will share with the world whether or not you're disciplined. From your fingernails to your shoes to the way you look after your physical well-being uh, could that be a reflection or a revelation of the person that we really are? And if you are in a leadership role, and again, I'm not asking you, I ask myself this every day, before you leave your house, do you look like a person who, who deserves to be followed, a person who deserves to be believed? The way you dress, the way you hold yourself, the look on your face, the way you live your life, the way you present yourself to the world... Is that representative of what you, you believe leadership should be, could be, uh, what you're sharing with the world? And when then, when then people are in, well, they come in contact with you, they're going to judge you by appearance to start with. But when they walk away, they're going to say, and that might not be my word of wow, but they're going to say something about you. 
Is it going to be positive? Wow, that was it. I never expected that person to be positive and happy and have a never give up attitude and be a solution finder. Or are they going to say, wow, I thought that politicians or leaders or bosses or teachers or parents were supposed to be positive, happy people who could find solutions and that person was just a negative person. Really personal, confrontational, uh, tough questions to answer. But if you are in a leadership role or you do want to be in a leadership role, should we lead? Live the example of excellence with a positive attitude that's a never give up attitude and live with discipline. Could they be some really good questions to ask?